0: This is the Rio Blanco County News Highlights Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Turner, with some of the highlights from this week's print edition of the Rio Blanco Herald-Times. And this week's music bed is by an artist out of Rifle, Colorado by the name of Half Moon. You can find a link to their work in the description of this podcast. And once again, we thank you for tuning in this week. This is episode 51. And here's what's in the news. During a rural water informational meeting this week, Rio Blanco Water Conservancy District Manager Alden Brink and others laid out details and answered questions for interested Western Rio Blanco County residents. More than a year ago, the concept to create a rural water district, which would provide a reliable, high-quality, potable water supply in service to properties, individuals, and businesses not currently served by a public drinking water supply. Read about the meeting on the front page. There you'll also find the latest on Meeker School District. A group of parents, residents, and elected officials spoke to the school board on Monday, expressing concerns about the superintendent's recommendation to hire Andrea Murphy to replace the outgoing elementary school principal instead of current first-grade teacher Melinda Walls. After members of the public asked the board to take more time before approving Murphy's hiring, Walls' husband, John, asked the board if they had reviewed all of the resumes and letters of reference. The board indicated they had not. The board voted to go into executive session mid-meeting to review the information before making a decision. Upon coming out of executive session, board members voted 5-1 to one in favor of hiring Murphy. The county held their first Board of Health meeting since RBC commissioners appointed new board member Jeffrey price Stupa. During Public Health Director Alice Harvey's update, Price-Dupa expressed doubts about the efficacy of vaccinations, the deadliness of COVID-19, and perpetuated claims that receiving a COVID vaccine could void your life insurance policy, among other statements.
1: I look at this thing which is supposedly making people sick, and I see the healthy people staying healthy, and I see people getting sicker. That's kind of how it is. Natural selection. I I feed my immune system viruses just because they let them beat up on something once in a while. Something drops on the floor, I'm liable to eat it anyway. Uh, I was raised by a medical doctor that did not believe in vaccination. I've never had one. I've never been sick in my life. I am first a constitutionalist because if I lose my health, I have remedies for that. If I lose my freedom, I don't have any remedies for that. And I've lost my freedom right now.
0: The board also revisited the discussion about the county's position to not enforce state health mandates. Harvey also reiterated her understanding of the board's non-enforcement stance, noting that her department has been clear in communicating the board's policies from the onset.
1: My job is to communicate, uh, to educate, to protect people's health. I'm not necessarily the vehicle for the political stance of Rio Blanco County, nor am I the appropriate vehicle for that. So I want to give you the opportunity as it relates to public health orders, we, we get calls every day and we still, as we have from day one, reiterated that that is not our stance. that's not enforced, et cetera, et cetera. But that doesn't mean that people aren't still confused. Yeah. <laughs> it's very confusing. So And not everybody's on Facebook, so just even if it was a statement from the board would probably be helpful for us.
0: The meeting resolved with commissioners and public health agreeing that despite a disconnect, the two groups had found a reasonable way to work together moving forward. You can listen to the entire Board of Health meeting on our SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash HT1885. More of the details of the meeting are on page 2A, along with the county beat, including info on Board of Commissioners' regular meeting and work sessions this Tuesday morning. In other county news, Commissioner Gary Moyer and his son-in-law, Matt Scott, filed a protest last Wednesday, April twenty-first, concerning the petition to recall Moyer from office. More on that is also on 2A. Dr. Lisa Jones has been appointed as the new president of Colorado Northwestern Community College and will assume the role on July 15, 2021. Jones succeeds Ron Granger, who is retiring at the end of July. More on the appointment on 8A, along with an announcement that the Tank Sonic Center for the Arts is returning to its normal schedule of concerts and visits for its 2021 season starting May 1st. Pioneers Medical Center board members heard from longtime Meeker residents Bill and Donna Wiley Tuesday in regards to recent actions by the hospital, which the couple called ridiculous, noting their decision to seek treatment outside of the community. The board also conducted regular business, which you can read about on page 6A, along with a brief update on last week's Associated Governments of Northwest Colorado meeting, which included a visit from Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser. At the last home game of the regular season, the Lady Cowboys swept the Plateau Valley Cowboys in three sets, finishing their season undefeated. This week, Union Colony Prep and Yuma will travel to Meeker for the number 3 hosted regional volleyball tournament. The winner of the tournament advances to the State of Elite 8 tournament in Colorado Springs on May 12th through 13th. And the Lady Panthers split their home games last week, playing their last home game of the season against Olathe and made it exciting, winning the match in four sets. More in sports on page 1B. This week, kicking off the opinion editorial section, HG editor Nikki Turner discusses the scrubbing bubbles of democracy. Kay Sullivan says, let's celebrate Mother's Day. Dolly Viscardi covers finding a place at the table in Colorado's legislative process. And Writers on the Range contributor, George Sibley, talks pumping up the fear along the Colorado River. Read all those editorials starting on 4A. A hundred years ago, the Meeker Herald published, quote, Although the Herald has not been officially informed, an item from the Grand Junction Sentinel was published leading to believe the Grand River is now going to officially become the Colorado River. More from past editions of the Meeker Herald and the Rangeley Times is in Days Gone By on page 3B. This week's logical fallacy is the middle ground fallacy. When someone argues, with no evidence to back it up, that a compromise or the middle point between two extremes is the truth. Happy fallacy finding! That's all for this week's news highlights. There's a lot more in print and online at HT1885.com. And thank you for supporting community journalism.